Hey, this is Gratuitous. Welcome to Music Production Made Simple, the show that focuses on best practices about music production, which is based on FL Studio. If you're wanting to become the best producer you could be, subscribe and listen weekly. You can also check out my courses, which teach you the principles and basics of music production. They'll get you up and running quickly. In addition, I also have books on Amazon and tons of music on Spotify. Always feel free to hit me up at hi at itsgratuitous.com. So let's get into the episode. All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome to episode number 27. In this episode, I want to talk to you about collaborating in the music industry. Okay, so collaborating is a very, very powerful tool, uh, you know, other known as like networking and, you know, trying to find someone else with similar interests to help your brand, your product, you know, to help it grow. Okay, you know, you, you have the potential to reach different fans and everything like that. So I just want to talk a little bit about my story of networking and collaborating okay so for my actual music i really don't like collaborating with other producers uh if i were to collaborate it would be more with like a singer or maybe like another uh, artist or something like that uh but my main reason for that is because you know i am a producer for the name of jesus and when i say that i say it because you know i want to make sure that the message that i'm trying to portray uh stays that message. Okay. And, you know, if you work with these different artists or different producers and all of a sudden, you know, right now, you know, maybe they're working with you and on that same message, but later on in life, you know, maybe something might happen to them. And these decisions that they make can reflect on you if you do decide to collaborate with these different artists and producers. And that's just my own personal opinion when it comes to my own music, okay? But for my courses and products and things that I've created, you know, in the music industry, I like to collaborate with different, uh, you know, vendors and different online stores that, you know, sell my courses and stuff like that. And that has done very, very well for me. Uh, But for my music, I just kind of keep it separate. I like it to be kind of special, my own thing. And then again, Maybe if I was working with like a female singer or something like that, that's where I'd kind of, um, you know, collaborate that, you know, that would be kind of like my goal. So I just wanted to kind of share that just to kind of give you a reference of how I look at collaborating. So my music is kind of separate, but when it comes to like my courses and products, I'm totally open to working with like, you know, different online stores. So I have a whole bunch of kind of different questions for you guys to think about. And then I have some further points inside of those questions to get you thinking about networking and collaborating and things that you want to be thinking about. Okay. Because there's a lot of pros to networking and collaborating, but there are some cons and they can be dangerous to you and your career. Uh, if you don't approach them, uh, wisely. Okay. You know, and it's to do with like someone's influence, right? Like if somebody, uh, is able to get a good reach, you know, like, so for example, if you look at like their Twitter profile or their YouTube channel or whatever, and you can see that they, you know, they're killing it, they're doing really, really good. Uh, but then you look at your profile and you know, like not many followers, you know, so you kind of got to be thinking that way, or it could be the other way around. If you're starting to do good and the other person isn't doing that good, you know, they could be trying to collaborate with you for their gain, but really you're not benefiting from that. So a network, you know, a collaboration is benefiting both parties. That's those are like the really really good, uh, you know, I guess deals. Okay, so on to the first question. So why does someone want to collaborate with someone? Um, and my answer to that is, you know, the opportunity for bigger reach and growth in audience and income. Okay, so you know, really how it works is, you know, their fans find you, your fans find them, and 
your business, you know, just starts to grow. So that's really like the biggest benefit of collaborating is just the opportunity for more growth. Okay. So what benefits does collaborating bring to our second question? Okay. Uh, you get to meet like-minded people within the music industry. So just because you've collaborated with this one person, you know, maybe someone else sees that you've collaborated or you can meet someone through that person. And, you know, that's just kind of how it works. And, you know, within the music industry, with us being, you know, behind a computer in our rooms, you know, it's like we're not really able to reach out and interact like we are in, you know, like a real job where, you know, you can kind of meet different workers and, you know, who knows where these relationships can kind of go, right? In the online world, again, since you're behind that computer, uh, when you do collaborate, you know, on like a product or on a song or whatever, uh, people get to start to know these different names, okay? Because, you know, they kind of work together. Um, it also makes working a lot more fun because for myself, working solo, I do have to admit, it's a very, very tiring process. I like it because, you know, it's like me behind this computer, you know, when I when I create my courses, when I create my beats, you know, the beat tapes, you know, I do all the production, I do all the mixing, I do all the mastering. But at the same time, that means that it takes longer to kind of release because it's like I'm the one doing everything. Uh, eventually, you kind of get tired. You know, for me at the moment, I still do work a full-time job. So by, you know, so the time that I have, it's like, do I really want to be making music when I just worked, uh, you know, 40 hours in a week? So, you know, those things kind of start to come into play. Whereas when you work with more people, um, it kind of sparks that energy. Okay. You know, it makes it more fun. Um, it might, sometimes it can kind of spread half the workload, you know? So sometimes it's like, you know, maybe you can do like the mixing, they do like the mastering or, you know, so it just speeds, speeds, uh, you know, the actual process up. And then again, you know, the, there's huge potential for growth, you know, their fans find you, your fans find them. Okay. So that is in the question, what benefits does collaborating bring? Now, the next question I want you to think about is collaborating something for you. Okay. Now, again, when it comes to actually collaborating with somebody, you got to be kind of thinking wisely in your choices of who to connect with and who to email and, and how you word yourself inside that email. And I'll tell you right now, sometimes your emails, you know, go to the person and you actually get a response. And sometimes you don't. It doesn't mean that that person does not see your email. It could be either they feel that, you know, their influence is better than yours, maybe that you don't bring them benefit. Um, but that's not to say to give up because, you know, maybe today you're not at that level. But if you keep working, you, you keep learning the industry, you keep learning music production, music theory, you know, learning your piano, become better behind the keys. Eventually, you know, you start growing. And as you start to grow, you kind of get this foundation laid. And now other people will, will want to connect and want to work with you because they see that, you know, you have skills, that you've come further from when you first started, Okay. So to repeat the question, is collaborating something for you? So who should you collaborate with? Um, something you want to be thinking about is, you know, does their like persona kind of match yours? Okay, so, you know, like when you make your music, you know, kind of like the vibe you put out to other people, um, you know, you, you don't have to stay like, you know, within that industry, right? But what I'm trying to say is, you kind of want to be working with like-minded people, okay? And then, you know, as you start to grow, maybe there will be that person, you know, or that brand or whatever that's totally different from you, but, you know, you connect in such like a natural way. But when you first get started, you know, I would suggest kind of working with 
you know, kind of similar people to your style of music. Um, but again, just always think about your decisions and who you're collaborating with and the pros and cons of it. Okay. So the pros is yes, you're getting that reach, but the cons, you know, is their lifestyle is the things that they say, the things that they do, are those the things that you want portrayed on your name as well? Okay. Cause again, you know, when you work with somebody, your name is also attached to that. Now I want to talk a little bit about, uh, you know, so for our next question, so how should you approach someone to collaborate with? Okay. So again, you want to be thinking at your skill level. If you're first just starting, I would suggest don't even look at the collaborating aspect of any of this. You have to t spend the time to learn your music production program. And this is the problem for a lot of producers. They don't want to spend the time to actually learn the program. Like for myself, like I know FL Studio so well now that it's just, you know, I don't even have to like watch tutorials or anything anymore. Like if I were to watch a, a tutorial, it's more like learning a specific technique or something. It's no longer about, you know, learning how to use the program because it's like, you know, on my keyboard, it's like, I know all the shortcuts, you know, if you hit F7 or F5 or F9, you know, F9 is the mixer, F5 is, is the playlist, uh, F7 is the piano roll, right? So stuff like that, it's just, it speeds you up knowing all these shortcuts and you have to put the time in to learn your music production program before you even think about, you know, growing your brand and trying to network. Okay. So your skill level, you know, the potential person you're thinking to connect with, does their skill level match yours? Now, sometimes someone may be, uh, you know, may have a better reach than you, you know, they're doing better than you in a sense of financial and uh, social influence. That doesn't mean that they wouldn't work with you. Okay. It all depends on how you approach them and what you're wanting out of it. You know, if you've just started up and you're not very good at music production and you're trying to reach out with like an established brand or producer, you know, it's like, what benefit are you bringing them? You know? So again, the whole benefit of collaboration is both parties are bringing something to the table that they can both benefit from, right? Again, you know, imagine you both created one course or imagine someone created a course and then someone else's website sells courses and, you know, they make a lot of money selling courses. Well, yes, you know, they, they can work together and there's a good uh, relationship there. You know, it's nice and healthy because one person creates the courses, the other person sells the courses. So again, it's kind of like half the workload. So when you reach out to somebody you know, you, you kind of got to have this, uh, you know, ingenuity to kind of realize, is that person out of reach? And at the moment they could be, but as you proceed within your career, you know, it could be a year, it could be two years, it could be three years, it could be seven years. Like even for myself, when I first started up, you know, I've seen different uh, stores or different uh, producers or whatever. And it's like, oh, you know what? They're, they're out of my reach. But as I've continued, as I've started to grow, I've actually started to work with some of these brands and some of these stores. And it's really rewarding to see that after I've put in, you know, the effort and the time to learn all this stuff that now I'm actually working with, you know, whatever brand that is, you know, when I, compared to when I first started where, you know, I felt that all, oh, you know, there's no chance to ever work with that person or that brand or, okay. So I say that more as a kind of inspiration to you that, you know, don't get greedy, be patient and, you know, work at your skills first and then your skills will reap the rewards of your patience and the efforts that you've put in to learn, you know, 
your music program, your your tool, okay? Uh, one point I wanted to say here, it's on the same topic. It's about like the skill level. Uh, so sometimes people's clout, okay? So there used to be a website called Clout and it, it was, it just showed like your influence, you know, like your social influence, but sometimes people's clout is better than yours or again, you could be on the same level, or sometimes you can be a little bit above somebody. Uh, but again, you just got to look at what do both parties bring to the table, okay? One thing I want to talk about, uh, I already mentioned it a little bit, but it's just the same industry versus different industries. So for example, you know, music production, it's like, yeah, well, you're collaborating with these different producers or different artists or whatever to create this song. Um, but to collaborate, it doesn't have to be with music, you know, and we see this all the time with like celebrities and stuff like that. Um, but so that's just something to think about as you start to advance and you start to grow, you know, you can network within these different industries and these different industries start to, to know you for what you do. Um, and a healthy relationship can be built there as well. I just want to mention some different types of collaborating. Okay. So, you know, I've already mentioned some of these, so you guys can create a product together. Okay, you know, so for example, let's say it was, uh, you know, how to make your drums hit hard or something. You know, if you both went in on that course, it kind of gives maybe a kind of cool atmosphere to the actual student that you that they actually have two instructors. Or probably the easiest way to approach, you know, collaboration is you create your product. You know, let's say it's a, a course or let's say it's a drum kit or, you know, VST presets. Uh, and you create that product. Now you can sell it, uh, you know, through these other stores. Okay. So you guys are collaborating, uh, using the stores, you know, their reach, a lot of these stores, you know, reach thousands, tens of thousands of people a day. Uh, it just allows you to, you know, jump into that marketplace nice and easy. And they're willing to take you on because, you know, if they can sell your product, they make money and they didn't really have to spend any time creating it. You know, they, they're just selling it. So, you know, those are really, really good ways to collaborate. Another way is through sponsorships. Okay. So, you know, for myself, you know, I have tons of courses. So let's say, uh, you know, a producer is putting on a contest or something and, you know, they reach out to me. They're like, Hey, would you be interested in, you know, donating some prizes, uh, to the winner of this contest or something, you know, or even for myself, when I ran uh, the website beat struggles, I used to uh, run a couple contests and I reached out to different companies. I think uh, there was like IK multimedia. There was like sugar bites that donated some VSTs. Um, so, you know, through sponsorships, their brand is visible to these contestants and people who are listening to the contestants results and stuff like that. You know, it's just uh, awareness, you know, they're getting, they're getting their brand in front of people's eyes. Right. And it's through sponsorships. So um, it's kind of just like another form of like advertising, but you know, so that's just another way to collaborate. Okay. So that's pretty much all I have to say about collaborating in the music industry. It can bring you tremendous benefits, huge opportunity for growth. Uh, but it, really it all comes down to finding the right people for you at that time in your life and in your career. Uh, again, don't get greedy. Um, but at the same time, you do got to kind of have thick skin. And again, what I mean by that is if you reach out to someone through email or through whatever, um, and you get, you know, you don't get a response or whatever, that doesn't mean to give up. It just means continue with what you're doing, keep practicing your skills. And when you get to that level, you know, it will be a lot easier to reach these companies and these brands 
And I say that because I've experienced this myself and it's an amazing feeling that, you know, I know I've worked hard to get to where I am and now I'm able to work with, you know, other, I guess, brands and, you know, companies that have also worked hard to get to where they are, right? So you can get to that level too. Just, you have to put the time in, um, but collaborating can help you reach that growth even faster. So again, for myself, I really didn't collaborate too much at all throughout my own productions and stuff like that. Like I have worked with a few artists and stuff like that, but later on in my career, more so I've just been strictly solo. I just enjoy creating music myself, you know, being original behind my music. Again, you know, I'm a big advocate for creating what you think sounds good, not what's, you know, what's currently trending, which is trap. (laughs) I honestly wish trap would go away and it's not going away. Um, You know, it's, it, it came here, you know, that 808, those hi-hat triplets, even like those claps and those snares, they're just reused sounds over and over and over again in every single song. And it's just like, there's just no originality. And it's not like so much like the genre that bugs me. It's almost like that the producers aren't trying to, you know, just create something that is themselves. You know, they're trying to create what's in so that they can, you know, grow within that trend. And again, you know, that's to do with like the collaborating too, because, you know, since whatever genre is popular, these producers are creating, but I'm a big advocate for, you know, being original, creating what I think sounds good. Like even if you listen to like my beat tapes, my beat tapes are on Spotify. I currently have eight beat tapes out there. I'm working on my ninth right now. But if you just listen, like the variety, like it goes from like a dance track to like a hip hop track to like a really emotional urban track. And it's just, you know, when I sit here behind a computer and to produce that music, it's just, I just find it way more enjoyable to listen to, to mix, to work with. It makes me as a producer way more versatile. Like if I want to work with these different artists or whatever, that was a rant more about, uh, you know, just like this kind of like collaborating and why I just kind of stick to myself and I like to do my own thing, but you guys do have the potential for huge growth behind collaborating. So let me know what you guys think. You know, have you guys collaborated yet? Has it helped you? Uh, have you had a good experience? Have you had bad experiences? You know, so email me, reach out to me, tell me some stories. So my email is hi. So H I at it's gratuitous.com. I'd really, really like to read it and kind of, uh, you know, I'm kind of intrigued by that stuff because like I said, collaborating has huge potential if it's done in the right way. So thanks for tuning in. Hope you guys enjoyed. Um, you know, I'm currently, I currently do have ideas for new courses coming out here. I want to actually go over one of my beat tapes. I'll probably go over my volume eight. Um, you know, I just want to go over each song, you know, how I produced it. Uh, you know, start, start with like the drum loop, work into like the instruments, talk about the arrangement, talk about audio painting, audio painting, what I use to describe how to transition from different parts of the song, I've written a book on that. It's on Amazon. It's called Audio Painting. And I want to come out with a bunch of other courses. Whenever I think of an idea for a course, I write it down like in like, in like a list. And then uh, when I have time, you know, I kind of tackle that course. And, you know, if you're a part of my membership on my website, it's gratuitous.com. You know, there's a monthly or a lifetime membership. Lifetime, you just pay once and you have access to all courses and all future courses. So if you're a part of the membership, you get all these courses whenever I release them. Okay. So I'll talk to you guys in the next episode. So take care. 
Thanks for checking out the episode. If you had any questions, visit itsgratuitous.com slash podcast, select an episode and submit your question at the bottom of the page to the contact form. If you'd like to take my FL Studio courses, see my current studio and podcasting gear, read my books or are interested in lessons, visit the link itsgratuitous.com slash learning. That page will redirect you to more info and resources. I hope the best with your productions. I'm Gratuitous and I'll see you in the next episode.